Welcome to the February 2018 edition of the Seton Hall Sports Poll presented by the Stillman School of Business and the Sharkey Institute at Seton Hall University. My name is Seth Everett. I'm joined by the director of the Seton Hall Sports Poll, Rick Gentile. And Rick, at the time of this recording, not when people will be listening to this, the Super Bowl will have happened. And as we are anticipating the Super Bowl, it has been a season where NFL ratings over the course of two years has been down 20%. I find it fascinating that the Seton Hall Sports Poll wanted to see if any of those numbers rang true, and boy, did they. Yeah, it's, uh, well, obviously, as you said, it's a trend that we've been seeing. We saw it beginning last year, and 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 everybody said it was, uh, you know, an aberration or whatever, or many people said. Um, and this year, it, it got a little worse. So, um so we decided to see if it spills over into the Super Bowl, which has really been, in a sense, immune to that kind of fluctuation. You know, the Super Bowl is a national holiday and doesn't seem to matter who plays. And, and um, although I think the Patriots are guaranteed that they play in it every year, um, but but it doesn't it doesn't really seem to matter. And and what we've found in the poll is that it it, it looks like it's spilling over. Let's uh, quantify that to some degree. Two years ago, the same question was asked. Will you be watching the upcoming Super Bowl? Then, two years ago, 68% said yes. This year, 54% said yes. That's a dramatic number. Yeah. Now, now obviously, two years ago, the Eagles weren't playing the Patriots. Um, so so that's a, a variant, right? So we, Was it the we, Denver Broncos? Yeah. I can't, you know, I can't even remember. Was it? Um, yeah, it was Peyton Manning's Super Bowl, right? Yes. Um, but the point being that, you know, that you could argue, I suppose, that, well, these, maybe there's lack of interest in these two teams or whatever. Again, the Super Bowls always seem to have been immune to that kind of logic, but, but that would be the difference. So, you know, again, you could attribute something to that. Uh, but the point is that a 14% drop is, is a significant drop. And then to follow up on that, um, we asked people if how closely they follow the NFL, very closely, closely, not closely, or not at all. And we considered that people saying very closely and closely would we could call fans of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, you could argue that even not closely means they follow somewhat, but we didn't. Right. We wanted to err on the side of caution. And sixteen percent of those of people who identify themselves as NFL fans said they're not going to watch. And that's significant. It's a fascinating uh, result. And, uh, you know, you can already see people are starting to turn it, you know, raise an eyebrow to, to, to the idea. Um, but where does it factor into the somewhat criteria surrounding NFL's viewership decline? Uh, a lot of people have said it's cord cutting, but yet in the poll of the people who said they would be watching, Ninety percent of people said they were watching on TV. Yeah. Uh, um, so, so <laughs> that's virtually everybody. Well, um, but uh, just just to jump in on that, two years ago we asked the same question and the to, about wh- how they'll be watching the game, and ninety eight percent said that they would be watching on on television. So you know that that's a whole other different trend: the trend of of people leaving traditional television and heading towards various devices to watch games on or to watch to watch programming on 
Um, that's not that's not a factor in I don't think in less people watching or fewer people watching the Super Bowl, but it does reflect the trend of of more and more of a migration away from traditional television viewing. Have the the commercials, which was so for so many years such a big part of the modern day Super Bowl, um, have this have the commercials gotten to such the degree that even that has lost its luster? No, actually, more people are saying they're going to watch. They want to watch the commercials than in the past. Twenty-two percent said um, of the people that we asked said that they were looking forward to the game's commercials. With sixty-one percent said the game, and fourteen percent said the halftime show. So I think the commercials have continued to have a certain degree of, of of a luster. And the interesting thing is that what whatever the problem problems that the NFL is facing and and we we've got you talked about cord cutting you talked about um we've talked about in the past about politics yeah social protest um and and maybe most most significantly you know sort of going forward is the injury aspect you know somebody somebody I think NBC just did a poll um and 50 percent of parents are now saying they wouldn't want their children playing football brett Favre has come out and said um if you want to improve the safety of football don't play uh you know that that's a real problem too so you know i think i think there's a sort sort of a it, it seems to be in the air a little bit of a you know a downer for for professional football just to quantify some of these uh, discussions, uh, do you approve, disapprove, or have no opinion about players protesting during the playing of the national anthem? Twenty-seven uh, percent uh, said they approve, forty-four disapprove, and twenty-five percent said no opinion. I thought the the no opinion was the high one. Yeah, but that's not that's not all that unusual. People, you know, that when when you, you come up with a subject that people are sort of tired of. Um, they tend to say, is it tired know, of, really, or is really it because people don't want to have an opinion on a sensitive subject? Well, it's, it might be both. It might be both. Probably is both. And that, that question was asked about the actual, um, the protesting of the anthem during the super or prior to the Super Bowl that, that national anthem, um, right. you know, on Sunday. So, um, I, you know, I think people are just saying, I, I, I don't want to talk about that anymore to a degree. It, it, it's fascinating. You know, the, the, the idea of the, the health and you throw that compared with uh, people's perception of the football player. You, know, you and I have talked in past episodes about there's just a stigma about players. As somebody who has covered NFL locker rooms, I would say 85% of the guys in a locker room are really good, upstanding young men. Um, it's always the bad apples. There seems to be what I call the NFL offseason has to be connected to a police block. It's, just, it's, it's, it's always there. Do you think that there's something to that? Do you think that that's part of the reasons for the declines? I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, possibly. I think, look, I've been saying all along, I think that, that this is a, there's a multitude of reasons. It's not, it's not the protests. It's not the injuries. It's not the, you know, the, the oversaturation of television, of, of football on television. And yeah, I think it's possible that it's, you know, that the, the, the mugshots don't help. Um, you know, that doesn't help in college athletics either when you see kids getting into trouble at various programs. It does seem, and I, 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 I hesitate to even say this, but it does seem that more football players are involved. And that might simply be because there are more football players 
on on each team than on any other in any other sport. You know, there's just more of them. Um, but you know, professional athletes, there's there's guys who get in trouble. There's a lot of money. There's a lot of you know, sort of nefarious people hanging around. And um, what about guaranteed contracts? Where, where do you weigh in on that? As far as if you had guaranteed contracts and the only thing that could cost them millions of dollars was to get in trouble. Was getting in trouble. Yeah. That's, you know, that, that could be a solution. Although, you know, you, you have, you have criminals who commit crimes and they know that if they get caught, they're going to jail and that <laughs> we still seem to have crime. So I don't know. I, I'm not, you know, I suppose we could leave that to the social scientists, but um, look, the, the, you know, just just to get back to to the where we are with the NFL, I think they've got some issues, and I I think to a degree there's still a little bit of hiding your head in the sand. I mean, the commissioner keeps kind of saying everything's okay, mm-hmm. um, and everything's not okay. Everything's not okay. The injury thing, the 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 brain damage caused by repeated you know, contact, head contact is real. It's serious. People are dying. And, um, and I got to tell you, I played football as a kid. I wouldn't let my kid play football, no way. contact football. You know, I just, I just not, this, the risk reward is not good enough. I don't think, you know, if you think my kid will get into the NFL and make billions of dollars, uh, you know, what are the odds against that as opposed to what are the odds against, you know, multiple concussions and brain damage so it's just it, it's a it's a little bit of a of an issue where do you see this all going i mean uh, it it just seems like you know people will say the caveat to all the the declines and you know i, I want to just give a, a a number this is from sports illustrated the number was uh last season nfl ratings were down 13 percent and a lot of people lot of attributed people that attributed to the election. the election. We talked about that. Talked we did podcasts, that. podcasts, polls on it. That was a big that discussion. Was a big... Right. There were conflicts with the, with, the, with the debates and all that. Yeah. The thought was that this year was supposed to be some kind of a rebound, that you wouldn't get the 13% back, but you would get 2 or 3% back. Instead, there's now a two-year decline that's now up to 20%. Right. The question then that always gets asked, and this is why I'm bringing this up, is, is it automatically that you can argue, well, the margins between the NFL and every other sport is so different that really this is the NFL just, you know, twitching on their throne? Or is there a real concern to that if we're, you and I are having this conversation in 10 years, 15 years, is the NFL a different league? Well, okay, okay. so two questions. So the first question, I think, it, it, to a degree, the answer is is yes, that that it's like when the stock market has, what, what do they call it, when um, an adjustment, you know, it's up 5,000 points, and then it drops 1,000, and it's it's making an adjustment, and then it sort of gets, you know, normalizes. Right. And I think right. to a degree, the NFL ratings – while every other sports ratings have been dropping and not plummeting, but dropping steadily for a variety of reasons, uh, primarily that there's just so much sports on that, that you have so many choices. Um, I mean, total sports viewership is not down, but it, but if you take a piece of the pie, like college basketball, college football, professional hockey, you know, whatever, um, 
they're all down slightly. There's so much available. There's so many choices. Uh, The NFL has been immune to that. And that stopped last year. An adjustment happened. Um, so, So, and I think people did expect some sort of normalization this year. Last year, we had the presidential election and, and direct competition against the debates, um, mm-hmm. which were, you know, were, were spectacles, right? Um, this year, we had, a, we had a raging controversy where the White House got involved in attacking the, the, NFL, uh, the NFL owners' choices, um, not to mention the players who are protesting. And I, and I think that if, if, in a sense, I'm not saying everybody said, oh, the White House is against it, so I'm against it, because we all know about you know, that Trump's approval ratings. But I do think that that the publicizing of this controversy got people's goat. You know, people said, I don't like it. You know, mm-hmm. where they might have been pr- fairly oblivious because, you know, I've said all along, you don't really ever see the national anthems on a regular basis. You know, just, it's not something that's covered. So, so I think, I think to a degree, all of this impacted. But it's all the other things too. It's it's the schedule is not as compelling as it was because there's too many. There's now three nights of primetime national broadcasts, which have impacted the quality of the games on Sunday, and and so ratings are down. Um, there's too many games on. There's not enough good teams, and and the protests were a factor, no question about it, and injuries are a factor. And yet Fox just paid him a gazillion dollars for and rights to, and the uh, to Thursday Night Football. That gets, that gets to your second question of where do I see it going. Um, I think the NFL will still be the dominant, not just sport on television, entertainment on television. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football, primetime broadcasts, generally speaking, win their nights. And if not, they're in the top three. But if all these parents are stopping their kids yeah, from that's playing the football... Thing. That's the long. But how does that? Talk. How does that? How does that affect? So is that not a well, ten-year thing? That's a twenty-year thing. Like, well, we how, have when is the impact? Are, are there still enough? I mean, for lack of a better phrase, are there still enough yimyams that are going to play football to make a league? We have an we have an example of that: boxing, professional boxing. Um, how many years ago was it that it was the one, the one of the, if not the dominant sport in America? A heavyweight prize, a heavyweight championship fight, was one Actually of the biggest events. The pay-per-view they, 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 event, they, right? Right, exactly. And then guys died in the ring. Uh, more and more people came out and said this is unbelievably dangerous. And you know, Howard Cosell said on television, "I won't call these events anymore. This is barbaric." Um, the network stopped showing boxing for the most part. There's been a, a few over the years, but you know it's it's sort of it's sort of disappeared as a mainstream sport. Um, it still exists, but it's in a different mode now. You know, it's it's um, it, it it just doesn't. It's not the same as it used to be. It's a different sport. It's 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 more more clubbish. Um, you know, there's, there's just less on the, the HBO and Showtime are still showing boxing. Um, but, you know, it just doesn't command the kind of attention that it used to. And, and it's conceivable that football could end up in some kind of, a, you know, Netherland, you know, where it's, where it's that kind of sport. I don't, I, I doubt it, you know, because so many people watch it still. 
Um, but it's not inconceivable that football will either find itself in a different kind of world or they will just have to come up with some dramatic safety precautions that, that you know, because I do believe that that's the long range problem. I think, I think it's a legit concern and, and you just wonder how the socioeconomic uh, impact of it uh, will come. You know, if it's the, if it's the number one entertainment out there, it's the thing that keeps cable companies alive. It's the thing that keeps, uh, uh, you know, all, all live action, you know, in, in motion. It just apparently seems like once that comes down to earth, I, I don't know. I, I I just think that's such a dramatic thing. It'll be huge news. I think it, I think the only the only really good news that could happen coming out of the NFL, um, you know, re- really it's sort of sort of a, a, a seed changing kind of news would be some sort of of um, diminution of of um, of concussions or some proof that you know the brain damage situation has gotten better or lessened or whatever you know i think that would be a real a real change but um but ha- having now, now that we've discussed the fact that the nfl has no future and it's and it's all over we asked the question about about this uh, vince mcmahon's new xfl or you know he had the press conference last week and 27% of the public said that they were looking f- that they would follow the, this new league um, yeah. that they had interest. That's how we asked it. We actually asked the question. Um, Vince McMahon announced last week that he was starting a new professional football league, the XFL in January of 2020. Will you be interested in following another professional football league? And 27% of the people said, yes. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. Yeah, um, did you see that he, uh, he said that if you have a criminal record, you're not eligible. Yeah. Yeah. And he also said, he also said, it's not going to be as soft as the NFL, but it's going to be less dangerous. So, you know, you know right. he's a, I mean, he's a huckster and God only knows what he's talking about and whether or not it'll actually happen. But 27% still say, oh yeah, yeah, I'll fall. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah. More football. Yeah, great. More football. Great. So, I, so I don't know. I don't know. You well, know, when when you start televising the combine, and it, I, I thought that right. was the NFL's. That, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that was the NFL's pinnacle. But if you look at those networks, and I think that's a, something that would be interesting for a future poll. You know, all four of the sports, the the major sports in the U.S. and you know, golf and tennis, all have their own networks. Right. Know, MLB Network, NBA TV, NFL Network, NHL Network, Golf Channel, Tennis Channel, mm-hmm. like those all exist. Yep. Are any of them thriving? I, I find that fascinating. Yeah, are are think, any of them? I think they are. Yeah. I mean, I think I think they're they're making money. I mean, um, for the most part. I mean, golf makes money. The Golf Channel. I think tennis might be the the. You know, and I'm I'm not an expert on this. I, I don't you know. know. I, 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 yeah, no, I, I'm proposing it, but I it's think, not. Our... I think. Yeah, I think the Golf Channel actually is 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 pretty successful. The NFL network is successful, you know, as long as they keep showing games on Thursday night, they're going to get an audience and they're going to get advertisers. All right. Before um, we wrap, I uh, have a little bit of a brevity for you. Um, when you mentioned the, the comment of which part of the Super Bowl broadcast you look forward to the most, the game, the halftime of the commercials, 61% said the game, 22% said the commercials. And then there's 14% that said the halftime. And this year, and again, by the time you listen to this, you will have already seen it. Uh, Justin Timberlake is the halftime entertainment uh, for the Super Bowl. 
the funny part from the press conference that he held was that he promised that you would see something that you had never seen before. To which I tweeted, well, it won't be reveal a breast because that's all right. It won't be Janet Jackson. Yeah, because we've seen that before. <laughs> well, um, you know, that they look. They, would he dare? Would he dare unveil Bowl, her? Let's let since it's a podcast and we we, we can revisit this think, next week. Don't you think that America really wants to see Janet Jackson? If Janet Jackson showed up and they show. did that same song just without the wardrobe malfunction, how like almost like writing a wrong. Now, if you were going to do that, oh, that you would, that you that would be gutsy. It? You think you might promote it so people actually turn on just to see the just to see that? No, I think if, you do it the opposite way. You shock the world, and then it goes bananas on YouTube. Uh, I don't know. I think. See, you're a you're a social media guy. I say you promote it so that the the uh, ratings for the Super Bowl get. What are they selling ads for? Five million. If I'm an advertiser, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be awfully angry if they're gonna pull something like that and they didn't they didn't promote it so that they could, you know, maximize the audience. It's a fascinating but, conversation. It really is. It's a fascinating conversation. The Seton Hall Sports Poll has been conducted regularly since 2006. Rick Gentile is the director. It is presented by the Sharkey Institute at the Stillman School of Business at Seton Hall University. Rick, uh, who do you like in the Super Bowl? Well, you know, my wife's from Philadelphia, so do I have go. to say anything else? There you go. Go Eagles. We can all say go Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> there you go. For Rick Gentile, I'm Seth Everett. This is the Seton Hall Sports Bowl Podcast. <laughs>